rising, so are we. Welcome in to the PHNX Rising Podcast. Appreciate everyone joining us here on a Tuesday. It's good to be here. Good to be here. I am Max Simpson, joined by Mr. Owen Evans. How we doing, buddy? Yeah, it's a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, kind of You're a, back. I'm back. It's kind of a sneaky Tuesday. We're here. Do you uh, have any updates for the people? <laughs> Right wow, we're just gonna we're just gonna leave. We are, we are. Yeah, I mean, we'll do it now because otherwise the chat will start. Yeah, but, but see, the issue is, is then people are gonna be jumping in who are watching live, maybe a little bit late to the draw, which they're late because they're thinking we're late when really we're early today, which means we're on time. It's kind of complicated, but let's let's give it a couple minutes uh, because then more mm. people will watch and then we'll be able to cover everyone rather than people coming in waves asking about it. Oh, okay. it, will, it will be addressed. That, okay. Absolutely. But is he ducking it again? I'm not. He's ducking, ducking it. again. There's no uh, again. There is no. I'm gonna I'm gonna very clearly say there is no again. Uh, anyway, we have a ducks. What's up? Ducks. Dude. Quack, quack. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot. There we go. See, he's doing it. There. We, he made the noise as well. Yeah, everyone. I think, Eric, I think we've established this now. It's already been established. It's been established. Okay. All right. See, there we go. The chat's going as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, anyway, we got a lot to get into today. Make sure to hit that like button. Uh, please, of course. Uh, Remember, every like button, it gets bigger. It what get what gets bigger? No comment. Okay. Anyway, um, that's. I don't think you. I don't think you know how these things work. Anyway, have a lot to get into today. Um, Man, where should we start, right? I mean, uh, I think the big, big kind of headline that we want to talk. Oh, gosh, I don't think we know how to spell in the chat right now. Leave a like. Um, yeah, leave a like. Leave a like, everyone. Um, I think the big news, right, that, uh, you know, kind of heard recently from the club is we now got a full coaching staff. Yeah. Pretty cool. No, it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. The, the coaching staff have been rounded out. Yeah. There is someone new. Max, tell us who is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's our guy, Diego Gomez, right? Filling it out. I know that's something that you were kind of talking about of like adding someone who is able to be that Spanish speaking coach. Um, come, you know, I think the kind of swerve that we were seeing online is like, oh my gosh, he was recently hired and now Yeah, he's like gone. two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> guy, guy was at Irvine for two weeks and then said, no, nah, I'm going to Phoenix. Um, so <laughs> shout out to him. Um, Interesting one, but uh, I understand it. Nisa is Nisa. Um, and, you know, I, I think if you're involved with Nisa, I completely understand the fact that you'd want to get out of there as soon as you possibly can. But um, let, let's let's have a listen, though, actually. We did catch up earlier today with Finnish Racing head coach Danny Stone. Got to ask him a little bit about Diego coming on in. Let's have a listen. Yeah, Diego is uh, is a good addition to the to the staff. It's something that obviously we've been uh, we've been building towards for the last few weeks. So we're really pleased to have Diego here with us. I think from a from a person point of view, he will bring uh, a great member of a team, which is the first and foremost thing that we look for in anybody that we bring into the organisation. Will that person add to the environment? Will that person be a good teammate for the staff and the players collectively? Uh, and we know that he will be that for us. And uh, you know, we look forward to having him with us for for the season here this year and, and he'll add a lot from a personality point of view to the group from a from a skill set he's a, an experienced coach um, although 
younger in, in years maybe he's an experienced coach from uh, you know from, from being a coach for 10 years now or so now so he has uh, experience in different countries around the world he'll bring us good perspective from those experiences um, he's a very organized uh, very detailed and in, in his planning from his from his coaching point of view which is uh, I think will be a plus for us and then we're looking forward to having him as uh, you know an additional voice for the players an additional connector to the players and he'll he'll help us a lot tremendously this year but you managed to have him out here with the boys yet at all we have Yes, he's been uh, he's been out with us this week, so he's uh, he's a couple of days into working with the team so far. Um, it's been a good good start for him. He's uh, I think he's enjoying being being on the grass, and obviously it's a, a new environment for him too. And so you know, like anybody, we give them uh, some adjustment time, and uh, and we help them through that process of a new club and a new uh, city to live in, and, and we support him and and his family along that journey. Yeah. So uh, from what I gather, overall. Um... He's definitely had a, a very hands-on role with some of the Spanish-speaking players over these first couple of days, um, joining joining yesterday. So he's been here now. This is his second uh, training session was today. But that was something that the JP Skiers uh, rising midfielder told me that, look, he's someone who's been a lot more hands-on with some of the guys whose English maybe isn't quite as strong and, and really been important in terms of go-between those kind of guys. Um, the, squ- the staff as a whole now uh, confirmed, actually, as well. So quite a few other guys. But if we look at... Diego Gomez specifically here, and we can have a look at some of his stats, actually. He was the head coach with Albion San Diego last season. They finished in fourth in the regular season in Nisa. Uh, 11 wins, 8 draws, and 5 losses, and a goal difference there of plus 10 in the playoffs. They were a semi-finalist. That was good enough that Gomez was named the coach of the year in Nisa last year in his only season with the club. Of course, that'll be in San Diego going on hiatus this season. Um, Prior to that, just a little bit more background on him, of course, spent a couple of years with uh, the USL team that they were trying to set up over there in Queens and didn't really work out and... uh, yeah, but he was he was the coach there of their reserve team, you know, in the academy leagues in the um, in UPSL. So yeah. again, someone with a lot of experience, been around the world as well, hung up the the playing boots at a, a pretty young age. So he's had a lot of time to work on getting his coaching badges, getting just experience as a coach. And so yes, he's he's a young guy, but he is also someone who comes in with a decent amount of experience. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's something that, you know, again, earmarked that you want to bring on someone who can just relate, who can have, who can kind of help, I mean, not even like bridge the gap, that's not right, the right word, but like really just bring more cohesion to, you know, the players, uh, be, and also I think the community too, I think that's something where again, like it's, you know, you want to see your club being very representative of the culture of the fan base at hand, and I think this is really cool, you know, it's a good hire, not just for on-field purposes, but also, right, just someone else who can extend to the community, so it's good, and plus a guy who, right, he brings credentials, this isn't just like checking a box or anything like that, this is a guy who, right, um, similar to how we saw Juan going up from US to MLS it's a guy who hey he's taking the next step in his career jumping up uh to a you know a league and we'll see how it goes but I don't like the credentials uh you know and coming from Nisa where as uh Devinall puts it in the chat Nisa is just Nissan without the S and N so no free ads there we go yeah um, right. but also just uh, I was waiting for him to catch up. I want to see how on the ball he was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was on the I ball. think you slipped, uh, Dad, man. That's tattoo number two. Uh, oh. I don't think you guys know how this works. That's fair. Okay. That's a fair point if you ask me. Uh, I think Andrew's right there with Nisa. It's just American soccer's practical joke. 
It's pretty pretty accurate, to be fair. Um, I mean, it's such a it's like the Simpsons an meme. oddly. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with it half the time. Um, shout out to Arizona Monsoon, who are apparently going to start playing out on the West Side this season. Mm. Omar Bravo as their head coach, but hey. um, that brings oh back memories. Yeah, Do you remember Omar Bravo playing for Phoenix Rising uh, back in the day? Yeah, yeah, buddy. Do you remember well, playing is a loose term? Do you remember what he was like on the pitch? <laughs> Oh, gosh, gosh. I mean, uh, even from afar, bit bits and pieces. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did most of his movement from his car to the field. I mean, not the most, uh, not really a great uh, heat map index. No, so not we'll really. Not really. But um, yeah, he's head coach of them um, in, in Nice at the moment. Yeah, it's interesting. Look, but looking bigger picture as well within Rising's coaching staff as well, I think there, there's something to add here that. Um, you know, bear in mind that, of course, one of the important bits, yes, you mentioned the Spanish speaking, and, and, and that's correct, right? He's somebody who's going to be important in that link, especially because at the moment, mm -hmm. is Geronimo returning the fitness coach? Yes, he is. Is he physically here at this point? No, he is not. Whoa. So uh, we continue to wait on that, continue to wait on the uh, delay to getting him in here to Phoenix. Yeah. But um, in that interim, yeah, that's, that's important. Yeah, you know, it's uh, we'll see where it happens. I know people are itching uh, to see him getting back. Don't want to see those things delayed any further than they need to be. And uh, delays, delays, <laughs> delays. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, one thing that we're hearing Rising's not delaying is uh, apparently any new additions on pitch, or should I say... We're not going to be expecting any more. Well, perhaps. let's have a listen yeah. to what Danny had to say when I asked her about kind of where the roster is at the moment in terms of is it pretty much settled or, or could there be one or two more additions? I expect that the roster is pretty set at this point. Um, you know, it would never be smart of me to say that nothing could change or nothing could could be added but I'm very happy with where the squad is as of right now and I think from from the from the working point of view now through pre-season we have an excellent group to, to work with here so I don't foresee changes um, at the moment we're, we're very comfortable with what we have and we we look forward to just pushing this group of players further through these next pre-season games yeah so okay. by the sound of things I think this team is pretty settled at the moment with where they are yeah maybe not a surprise that that's the case but i mean max we we've been speaking about this off camera and, and yeah. about where we think this team is let's just have a chat about it right because i think i am of an opinion and i think you're of a very similar opinion on this one that there's probably still space to add another player in the attack. Yeah, I mean, I think if you, you know, kind of going back to front of you, seen who's been added, who's returned to the team. I like how they've bolstered the midfield. A lot of the defensive guys have come back. And I think it is the is that attacking spot of like, hey, can who are we going to replace the goals with, right? It's not all going to come from just one or two guys. Again, the fact where you have two of the top five scorers in the league in Danny Trejo and Manuel Arteaga, you know, no, no longer with the team. Like, you're not going to replace that necessarily with two out-and-out -out players. But we would like to see a bit more... You know, if it is going to be a nuanced approach, a bit more variety, are you going to bet on all those coming from the midfield? Are you going to bet on all those coming from wide? You would like to get some more guys coming through the middle, right? Kind of looking at <clears throat> even last year's stats in like per 90, how many goals are being scored across some of the guys who are no longer here, right? 0.55 goals uh, per 90 minutes for Danny Trejo. 0.48 goals game for Manuel Thiago. Both of those are essentially, you average that out. That's one goal every other game from your two from forward. Each. Yes, from each. From, from, each. from your so two forward guys. So about a goal a game. They're going to combine for a goal a exactly. game, roughly. You, yeah. see the, you see those guys on the on the, on the the starting lineup, which you almost often did for pretty much the majority of the season, and that's going to lead to dividends, whether it's for one of them, both, whatever. And I think that's really important to know that like you're kind of seeing who... 
has returned back. And you're seeing like, okay, Darius Ramella, the very creative guy. You know, he has a lot of chances created. I think his stat lackey Reese per 90 minutes was 2.21 chances created. Penalty and area entrance, again, 6.57. You see these things. It's a guy who gets in dangerous positions, who is able to work these things in. Not to mention as well, you add in Panos Armanakis. Um, actually, those are Panos Armanakis stats. My bad. But yes, Panos Armanakis stats, very dangerous in um, you know, kind of in the final third in those areas. Uh, Darius Mella able to add on with six goals during his time down the stretch. But it's all those things like those guys are very not out and out type of like those forward right. players. And how are you going to bridge their skills versus someone else who's really able to put it back in the net? I don't mind the distrib- distribution asset of you're going to have multiple guys stepping up. But really the key thing is this. I don't need all of your players being like an Artiago or a Danny Trejo where you're bagging in 15 near 20 goals. But who's going to get to double digits? That's right. My, that's this my question. Is the thing. This is the thing, right? If we say that Remy Cabral is going to be a replacement for one of those guys, I won't tell you you're wrong because sure. it could very well happen. Of course. The goal scoring form that we saw from Cabral last season would suggest that it's indeed possible. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, new team, new league as well. So that definitely is a different challenge. We'll have to see how he adapts to it. But I think there's a good amount there that you can expect from Remy Cabral. Yep. When you look though at the others, I think you're right here, right? We need to really be quite honest about what we're looking at here. I'm expecting Darius from Ellison not necessarily play in that kind of nine role that he found himself in come the end of the season. We'll have to see quite what happens with that. I'm not certain, but it's definitely something that I'm not sure that it's going to happen that way. Last season was the first time that he actually made it to double digits in goals yeah. in a season, right? We're ignoring the playoffs and, and all of that stuff. He hasn't made double digits before. So we need to be honest about realistically, is he going to do it? Maybe, maybe not. We're not certain. Panos, is he going to score a large number of goals? Honestly, Panos, phenomenal player. I, I don't think anyone is surprised here when I say that I, I do hold him in very, very high regard as a player. I see him as a creator. I don't see him as someone who is going to. It's not that he's goal shy. Oh, certainly he'll, not. He'll chip in with a few over the course of the season. Yeah. But he's not. I, I'd be surprised if he hits up around 10. Personally, yeah. when you look at a guy like Panos Amanakis, you don't want him to be the one who is and that, scoring yeah. all the goals. And you want him it. to be the guy who is putting up close to 20 assists yeah. over the course of a season. And, and, and that's yeah. the kind of guy I think he can be. Yeah, and I think that's exactly it. It's like if, he, if, you're, if you're getting goals from him, if you're getting you know a decent amount of goals from Darish, that's fantastic. I think it's one of those things to your point. It's like, you don't, you don't want to necessarily bank on it because then you're thinking, you also don't know how Remy's going to adjust. That's the, the, that's the other part is like, if we're going to have more varied distribution, you know, guys are going to step up. But I think, I think it's tempering expectations of you're maybe not going to get these two guys who are going to be challenging for the golden boot throughout the league. I think it's going to be a lot of people stepping up and a much more kind of varied distribution, but what? We'll but to I, see. I'm a little bit nervy about that in some ways I, because we need to we wrong. need to be perfectly honest about what we're looking at here. And you say, okay, who's the guys behind them, and what are they going to score? Who are the people behind them in the attack realistically right now? Federico Varela, do you see him scoring any vast number of goals nope. next season? I do not. Uh, if you if you're looking at what uh, Gallardo, do you see him scoring any large number of goals next season? Uh, on on Gallardo, right? Do you have? Um, oh gosh. Yeah, got some stats we do, somewhere. We, we do have some stats. We do have some stats. I mean, if you're talking about chances created, which again, to answer your question, goal scored, no, but chances created, two point four four per ninety fifth most in the league. I don't care about chances point. created. Chances created or assist creation. Yeah, yeah, in I, a lot I understand. Of ways. What I'm saying is, you have all these guys who are able to get players in the right positions, whether it's for themselves, whether it's setting someone up. So my thing is this: I think that with this season. 
you might get a bit more of a flow to the attack where you're maybe not seeing these moments where the guys are going to stall out, where you don't have to adjust halfway through of getting Panos up to gear, where you have Darius getting up to gear with his team. You got, you get these guys from the start of the season. I think the flow and getting other guys involved is going to be crucial, and it's going to be, dare I say, there's a good chance it can get improved. What is going to be the key difference and what this ultimately all comes down to is who is going to get on the end of these chances, and hopefully there are are more chances from all these guys being in the mix who's going to get on the end of it who's going to put the ball in the back of the net that to me i don't know the answer so here's my thing i would say i think you have a very good chance of seeing more chances created or at the very least you're going to have more um different guys chipping in a bit more variety but i don't know the answer of who is putting that in and it really might be that case where okay someone's going to emerge right and but again i think what i'm what i'm seeing a lot of them is where my my nerves are right is again you've got someone up top who is as a prolific goal scorer not as established in this league sure as we saw last season sure you've got people behind him who yeah they'll chip in with some goals but you can't necessarily expect them to go off on a tier i just feel like there's a lot of chance creators are not necessarily enough serious poachers in this team and the worry for me is that if the the guy you're expecting to be bagging all the goals struggles like if remy cabral struggles i worry about this team from a goal scoring perspective right i am not expecting it necessarily easily gonna have guys who are going to constantly bang you know multiple guys who are going to constantly bang goals in last season to be fair it's probably not realistic no the way that those goals were put up between the two of them even if they're even if they're both back but i not still just wonder if there's still benefit in hedging your bets with another player i don't just because again yeah. there's an element right of strikers before we have seen right and we've seen with this team in the past, what happens when you have a striker who goes out of form and you don't really have an amazing plan on how you're going to replace him? I compl- we saw what happened today with Egbo. They, they crushed that guy. 100%. So, so here's kind of where I think we're... I think we're both... We're in and the, I think Cabral's better than Egbo, right, to be clear. Here. Right, So we're, we're not even close in my mind. We're, the, we're in the agreement that we would like to see Rising add another player within that position to be able to contribute. I, I don't. We don't disagree with that. What I think we're kind of at is... Where do you start going down the line of like, okay, you're hearing Danny Stone saying that, you know, they're not expecting anyone else. When does that kind of sit in as like, hey, let's take this for what it is. Let's say there is no more players added. The question then becomes, okay, what if, what if, what do we do to, okay, now you got to figure it out. And what I'm saying is while you can use another guy to help bang in the goals, to help get in on the ends of these chances, what I'm hoping is last year we saw a lot of these, hey, go make an individual effort or, hey, if the attacking flow stalled out, you're relying on these two goal scorers who were scoring at will in a lot of parts to come up with something. And it wasn't always the answer. What I'm hoping for is even if you don't have that, na- that necessarily guy who's going to beat you one-on-one, who is that natural clinical do everything guy by hopefully creating more chances and having more dyna- dynamism in the final third from other guys, you just kind of hope that someone or maybe a few people naturally step up. It's not a perfect solution, and I would ideally like another guy. But what I'm saying is I'm maybe not as panicked because I think you have more playmakers this year, earlier on in the year, and there might be a bit more flow. So hopefully, 
And it's a big if and it's a big hopefully someone's able to start getting on the end of those. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, again, and the other thing I'll say here is that I know it was somewhat non-committal in the, well, we could add someone, but we think it's mostly set right now. Yeah. Never underestimate the fact that players can become available. Yeah. Um, especially as preseason progresses, um, MLS teams find guys that they don't necessarily have a place for yeah. come the start of the season. Um, guys who were on trial in different places doesn't pan out there. We're seeing Quajo at the number nine, Stenberg uh, from Ta- from Tomaza's Stenberg at the number nine from Mikey. Whoever you feel <laughs> like at number nine, guys. Oh, not, this not, isn't football manager. You're not, not at the end of the game and just think, oh, lump a centre back up top. Uh, we're not doing it. We're not uh, doing that. We're not having that conversation. Oh goodness. Uh. Man, yeah, it's uh, we'll see, we'll see, but um, yeah, man, it's gonna be interesting how guys come to the surface we'll and who kind of what the opportunities are. An opportunity for you guys to join our friends at Circle K in their inner circle program, guys. You know why you got to do it right now? You know why you got to do it right now? What's up? Because there is a long road trip coming up if you want to go drive over the uh, four hours there and four hours back over to Coachella to see Phoenix Rising play this weekend. Yeah. Which means it's a great time to get that saving on the gas. They got Coachella. They got they got Coachellas. They got Circle K's <laughs> on the way. They got Coachellas on the way to Circle K. I've no. thrown him off. I've thrown him he off. Does. It's great. I've, I've defeated Adman. Beat. Ad read broken. Yeah, they have a uh, yeah. They have Circle K's on the way to Coachella. You can download the Inner Circle program for free. Literally get those free Polar Pops, those free snacks. Twenty five cents off a fill up. Literally, we're seeing people at the Coyote Show. They want you know they get, they are getting the chips right. People having meat sticks. You know, it's all these different types of things you can get for free with our friends at Circle K. Download the Inner Circle program today. Also, you can get Four Peaks at Circle K. You see this? This your eyes do not deceive you. It's a big old wow wheat, a tall boy. Um, you know that you can get at Four Peaks, right? They have their A Street Pub. They have a new look, new feel about them. They have their lovely, delicious, crisp, their Bad Birdie beer. Guys, their Bad Booty, Birdie, wow, Bad Booty, Bad Birdie, Juicy Golden Ale. I've had it wow, before. You in are their struggling on these Are you okay? Uh, we're getting You're back okay, into man. it. You know, take, you take, it, take, a, take a week off, man. It's, it's uh, oh, catching wow. up to you. But hey, that Bad Birdie, Juicy Golden Ale, I've had it before at their 8th Street Pub. It is phenomenal. Yeah, really we, crisp, we were speaking really about delicious. this last week. We were you speaking about this last week. You something. Yeah, yeah. Where is this Bad Birdie? Uh, Why do we now? not have any of this in the office? Oh, yeah, where is it, Max? Oh, I see. This is what we're getting Where is it? I live here. I don't have time to stop and get it anywhere you know i need the bad birdie in the office fridge you need your it. mailing address is is this office i actually sleep under your desk we share an office exactly and you have your I don't own want desk to dirty right my own me. desk what but you dirty my desk what are you doing oh my God. <laughs> you and don't want to ask questions birdie, that's why oh goodness yes because you didn't bring track. any in max well uh, apparently that is my next task uh well, there yes. we go at least we've got it on the agenda we've won here what happens first a tattoo, or I have a oh. bad birdie in my hand. Uh, bad birdie, juicy golden ale. Difficult. Grab it at Four Peaks. Visit them um, at the Race Street Pub and check them out on Instagram at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest and greatest going on at Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks and enjoy responsibly. Uh, let me just dive into this before we kind of get going again. Uh, okay, fine. We'll, we'll talk about the tattoo. Um, listen, uh, guys, I'll say this. Um, first here we off, go. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Everyone, everyone calm. Everyone calm. He's going to address it. Are you ready for this? Everybody. Our producer is ready. Is Trig over there ready? No. He's not ready. Okay. Uh, Max, are you ready? Let's go. I I was ready. Everyone at home, are you ready? He's about to come out with it. Here we go. (laughs) Max, over to you, my friend. 
Okay, well, first off, you're um, an absolute scumbag because you completely <laughs> did not share the entire full perspective. You I, left me I, out to dry. I, you left me out to dry on the last podcast. Well, Tell me I'm wrong. You know what? I'm Tell sure I'm you want to be dry. It's very rainy out there at the moment, Max. Don't you want to be dry? Do you want to go do it outside in the rain? You were literally getting no, away he from doesn't, this. Does he? But see, here he goes. But Max, go on, tell us. Why haven't you got a tattoo? Okay, well, thank you for completely throwing me under the bus when uh, that's just I don't unfair. see a bus here. Oh my gosh, this guy sucks. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> listen, guys, uh, all I'll say is this. Um, a couple days before, was it two days before the tattoo was supposed to happen, um, right? There are many people involved with everything going on. Myself, production, the tattoo artist. Again, it's not throwing myself, anyone under the bus, but someone had a um, family situation, came up at very, like, pretty last minute notice, and we had to reschedule. We are looking at a, at a date. And that's that. Uh, that's not. I'm not ducking. I promise it. It will happen. Uh, I'm honestly kind of bummed. I literally like was like he was come? ready for this. I was. I literally was like set to come back from my trip. I even took a slightly earlier flight to you know make sure I didn't get delayed, beat the rain coming back from San Francisco, and clearly it wasn't gonna happen. And that's okay. Um, we we make it work. Uh, I know people are saying in the in the chat that there is a countdown and how many number of days until the season starts we're going to do everything we can to get it in soon uh with time um, to spare i'm i'm hearing as well i think this is this is fair to to suggest here and i'm sure the chat will agree with me that um very much so if we get to that last week before the season starts and there's no date on the books at that point i feel like it's a good time to to pick up the phone give our boy panos amanakas a call and ask if he wants to do the tattoo because i hear he did get some practice in over the off season um I mean, I don't consent to that. Well, we're not going to get to that point. We're not going to get panels we'll, we'll, well, no, I'm going to say let's make sure we don't get to that point of, uh, you know, let's get this done in a problem manner again. I'm working with everyone again to try to mm -hmm. reschedule things. Our production crew, tattoo artists, like, again, we're, we're making sure this doesn't fall through. Well, thank you, Samantha. He is so excited about this tattoo. But me, on the other hand, LMAO. Thank you, babe. Uh, you keep that up. I will make sure. You know what? Samantha, I'm going to make sure I'm trying not to show uh, the dentist photos that you just showed me where uh, oh, you look very excuse me, can we, leave yeah. this, can we leave this out of this podcast, Oh, no, please? nothing. It's content. Excuse me. We're here for some wholesome content, like you getting a tattoo and uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, I, th that's I awesome. think going after Samantha is completely uncalled for. Wouldn't you agree here, Producer Eric? I think he's trying to get the heat off. I think he's trying to deflect. I, I think he's I'm, trying to deflect. I, I, I'm trying to deflect. He, he, he saw the light and he, he took the first Dead. opportunity. I, I you hear know, that, Sam? I know. Yeah, see, he took he, the he's, first opportunity. I know, you know she, she's completing the heart on the other But the thing is, is, I thought we'd established here that we weren't certain for sure that Max did indeed have a girlfriend, that she wasn't a paid actor. So it's very possible here that this is just Max on his laptop, which he has in front of him, typing comments at himself. Do you, have you heard this as well? I, I mean, I've not heard this theory. You've literally, I mean, well, it's you, a you very have really reasonable met her on sounding change. You, so have, you, just, have, you have met her on multiple occasions. Oh, that's I, crazy. I, I, Almost like you can hire somebody. You could hire someone, to be fair. And maybe they have a nice rate if you rebook. And Nino's so in that comment is too far. I draw the line there. I draw the line in that comment. I'd like to shout out our stat lackey. What in the chat? And here's what he said. Earth has traveled approximately 137,584,755 miles since the final. This means that Max has ran over 5,251,326 marathons. To duck this tattoo. Congratulations, numbers. Uh, is just it's just a Max Burner account. Um, yeah, no. I, I again, I'm at this, guys. Honestly, at this point, I, I I swear I'd rather just have the tattoo because this discourse will not stop, and this is honestly but worse. Max, so, Max, dare I, dare I bring this up? Dare I bring this up, mate? What's up? But 
we need to put this in perspective here, right? Sure. We had Max's buying beers. Which he it did. very quickly became Max's getting a tattoo. Do you not worry what comes next once you've disposed of Max's getting a tattoo? Max is, Max is gonna, it's like progressively getting worse. Max is going to stop making bets. <laughs> Max is going to stop making bets. Stop making bets. Max is going to Max is going to stop making bets. No, um, in, in <laughs> oh, Albert. Uh, no, uh, you are taking a pasting from I, this I, chat, I, man. No, it's, it's okay. Listen, you guys. <laughs> to can, be fair, to be fair, as much as we bully. He's actually not wrong, and it wasn't his fault, but still. Thank you for letting that slip a week before finally saying that. I really appreciate that. But uh, no, it's, uh, again, guys, like, I, I will get the tattoo. Again, this discourse, and this is honestly more annoying than having the tattoo. I'm actually, in a weird way, kind of looking forward to it, but I wish it would happen, but we will get it on the books. And Rumor again, has it as well. Have you got any broadcast elements you want? I know that uh, someone suggested that we include the Max Owie counter. So every time you, like, flinch or say ow... Um, that, that, guy's <laughs> choking on his water now. We've completely lost it. Shout out to Emma, Emma Clark for that one. That was a phenomenal idea. But Max just absolutely lost it. Oh gosh. Yeah, that, uh, that, uh, water went on my nose. That's a tough one. Oh man. I'm crying a little bit. Uh, oh my god. Oh gosh. If that's putting you down, brother, I got bad news for you uh, when you get the tattoo. Oh, no. No, uh yeah. Again, working towards it. Um hit up guys, I'm doing what I can. Um should 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 we at, should we have them publicly tweet at people that kind of worked in our favor last time, even if we got some backlash, but uh, uh you know, how, how about this? About Walt. Mm, DM 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 um DM Jacob Franklin. No, no, stop putting people on numbers. We this can help with this. Idea. We can help with this. We don't have to put it all on poor old Jacob. Okay, you're right. Don't but like, do just, not do not DM Jacob Franklin. If you've got any ideas, tweet at, it at the PHNX. Tweet at Jacob Franklin. No, no, no tweet no, it do, do at PHNX underscore underscore rising. Make it our problem, not his. I do like. I have a good idea. Why What's don't they join the diehard Discord? You can do and that they can too. Ask everybody if you're a diehard, we'll pay more attention to you. If you're not a diehard, we we may do it, but we may not. But we'll give serious consideration to diehard. I mean, it's fair. Like honestly, again. Well, also, the big part about all of this is diehards are the only ones who are going to be able to see this tattoo viewing. And if you if you thought you missed the boat last time by not signing up, well, now you got some more time. But not too much longer. We are looking to get a date on the books very soon. But again, you guys are going to believe me or you're not. And that's fine. But that that's how it is. Something fell through. It's unfortunate. We're going to get it going. Anyway. Speaking of getting it going, let's move on, shall we? Um... Uh, talk, two talk that's got me uh, got me all kind of confuzzled, but... Uh... <laughs> Let's talk about something that's going on with Rising. We kind of tweeted about it earlier. Did it? Let's talk about it. Uh, Darnell King, of course, being promoted to the staff means a new captain on the way at we've, some point. We've had some discourse about this internally, but, uh, you know, uh, who better to hear it from than straight from the horse's mouth, the horse being Danny Stone. We are in the process of clarifying thoughts as a coaching staff um, obviously we've we've been thinking through this um, but again this is not a decision that we need to rush into too soon we have we're very fortunate to have several leaders in this locker room still um, and I think right now we're in a good place to manage pre-season regardless of which players are playing on the field at any point we have good leadership in the, in the team right now so you know we'll, we'll see moving forward where we get to with that it's a process that we are working through and when we when we feel the time is right and we're in the right place to move forwards to that will with that we'll do that there we go it, make, it makes it it's not it's these are these types of things where 
I feel picking like uh, picking a captain and having someone lead your squad. It's such a I don't know. It's not something that's like a quantitative thing where it's like, oh, look at the stats and it's just going to the best performing for player. It's not even necessarily who's talking the loudest or who is always finishing drills first or things like that. Picking a captain, I feel it's something that's so like it's hard to quantify. It's even sometimes hard to like put it out there, but yet it slowly comes over time. And I think especially right where you have a new guy in charge, where you finally have a season where there's a lot of returning guys, some new guys in the mix as well. But I think this is something where it'll be interesting to see, but we do have yeah. a couple guys who uh, we have in mind. I'm going to leave with what Devin's saying. And yeah. I think to me, and I think to you as well here, Max, we both were talking about this earlier, and I think we both pretty much agreed that the correct answer in our minds really is that it should probably go to John Stenberg. Now, that's there's a lot of things in there to note. John Stenberg, of course, is recovering from a, a nice little bout from a, what, I, what I'm what i told is Valley Fever over the course of the off-season. Um, so <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, he should be back in a few weeks' yeah. time. Um, but not ideal. Yeah. Um, but he's someone who just the talent on that you've seen from him since he joined this team, huge, immense. Um, you look at just the, the leadership, I think he can... He can provide as well in this squad and you see from him in general huge i think he's an experienced player yeah who again talents um really a, a good strong personality in that group i think i see some uh, quajo suggested i think quajo unlikely for the reason that i'll say is i don't see him as a starter um yeah. even in i think he's someone who could provide a lot off the bench a lot off the bench right. but i don't see him as a starter and for that reason i think you probably gotta look to stand big so the question Right, kind of what we ran into last year of like, Dar right, when he, when Darnell King was not playing, when he was not playing, Kevin La Kevin Lambert was the out-and-out -out captain, right? Even to start the season while, while uh, Darnell King was in and all that stuff, right? A lot of the times we saw Kev with the captain's armband. What we're saying here, and I and I and I will caveat with what I just said that Darnell King's in a unique position where he's kind of like right was one of the older players, was a guy who like was a natural choice for the captaincy given that he already had and everything like that. But he was maybe like okay, not gonna either play a full ninety all the time, sometimes not starting, whatever. I don't really think any guys off the top of my head really fit in that position that A, would be kind of willing of the captain's armband and would also be guys who you wouldn't figure to start a full 90 all stuff. So that kind of eliminates that. So kind of the roundabout way of what we're saying is it's going to be a guy who is a bona fide starter, a guy you can count on where, you know, maybe not necessarily going to be an, one game on, one game off, whatever, whether it doesn't matter position, could be defender, could be anyone on the pitch, a guy who they're going to start the majority of the games. They're probably going to play a majority of the time. That's fair to say, especially given Right. This is kind of mm -hmm. a different time with the coaching staff yeah. and everything. I mean, I know... Um, oh, God, was it you I was having the conversation with earlier? We're talking about Jose Andres Hernandez? Oh, I was, yeah. Since that's come up now in yeah. the chat here from Albert. Yes. Um, I, I broadly... I see what point you're going with here, right? And, and, and a now, large part now, of it now, is that it's... Yeah. You've got to think here about the fact that ultimately, yeah, he's got the, the really good yeah. argument for him in that he is a local boy. We know what this means to him. I think 100%. in the second half of the season, he was very, very good with this team. Yep. Um, but I also think there's far too much competition in that midfield. Yeah, and Albert, funny enough, like, honestly, that so we were having this conversation, and that's that's what I said on the pod, I think, what, two, three weeks ago of, like, yeah, I thought Jose Andres Hernandez was a sneaky pick for it based on, yes, he has the local connection, that he has a bond, right, with a lot of guys on the team. He has a community connection. You know, he is a guy who at the time, 
I thought that, you know, he was at least a very good front runner for a starting position. And I'm not saying that's necessarily changed, but I think to what we're saying, there's so much competition in the midfield that it's going to be a tricky one. So I've kind of rescinded my, it wouldn't totally shock me, but I've kind of rescinded my thought of, I don't think he's my front runner anymore. I do kind of go along with, you know, oh, and I did come to the agreement, right? Of like, I, I do think Stenberg is a very natural, obvious choice. You see the difference that the guy has made purely in a half a season, not just in, you know, the goal that he scored in the final or just how he's playing through, you know, adversity and literally like illness and whatnot. But I think it's just the fact that like, he was such a like a rock, a presence. Even when they would let goals in or things like that, he just had a good command of the defense. He had a good command of the team. And I think in a back line where maybe it wasn't the most vocal all the time, he was the guy without a doubt. If like the the key test of a defender, right, is like if someone's yelling step or drop, like how quick is it? Who is that one guy saying it? It was without a doubt. That's the guy. And I think that carries over pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I broadly agree on that. Um, I mean, I know people are bringing up Panos uh, by pa people. I mean, at the moment, it's fat kid in the chat. Um, yeah. Look, I think Fair he's shout. someone who is a strong personality on this team. I think he's someone who brings a lot to this team. Uh, and I, at the same time, think that he's someone who's still got room to grow. Um, I think he'll grow into someone who will be a captain. I'm not certain that he's necessarily ready for it right now. Bear in mind that Phoenix Rising is the first club, really, that he's spent any considerable time playing regular football. Sure. Um it's difficult, right? And I, I wonder if maybe he still needs a season or two to, to continue to grow, right? He's still he's still young enough. We don't have to push it out there as though, I mean, the guy's 25. Okay, like, let's what be real that? about this. I, I think he's someone who has the, the potential. I think he's someone who definitely could fill in on, yeah. on a time to time. But I'm, I feel as though there may be stronger candidates within the squad at this particular yep. moment in time. Again. He'll get there. He'll get there. No, um, and he's got a yeah. lot of the important parts to it still. 100%. Um, I, I I, mean, I see Paul's comment here about a club captain that doesn't play every game. That's right. It happens. It happens. Seen it, done there. I just don't um, know if we're in that situation kind of like we were last year. I but think I think the, the argument difference. the argument's been made. Last year was weird because it was it a, moving on from a, right. a season where Darnell was already captain. 100%. Um, to me, I think the argument with it, and I understand you saying you may, you doesn't have to play every game. You could just have Stenberg wear it when they're not on the field, and that, that's fine. But, but to me, I think when you're in a position whereby, realistically, you've got a very good case for making Stenberg in the first place, that should be a consideration. Yes, agreed. Um, it'll. It'll be interesting, right? I mean, there's all different types of molds from the captain, right? I mean, not, it doesn't always have to be that rah-rah guy. It could be someone that, is, you know, stirs the pot. It could be someone who's just very, you know, vocal, leads. Honestly, I think the thing, too, is like we can only judge so much, so much of this process that's going on, you know, picking captain. It's not just what you see on pitch. It's not what you see in clips. Like, really how a guy is getting picked is like it's stuff that we will never see. That's like that's in those one-on-one -on -one conversations that like it will never be in a social media clip or things like that. It's those mini interactions interactions that that is what's going to compile it's like we can do the best job we can but this isn't like saying that guy should start or that guy should play more because it's such an intangible thing yeah yeah, yeah. there's a lot of different parts the, the, la this, the last two the last two things i'll address i saw reese um earlier up in the chat uh with the shout that, trick Re saying? that renzo that <laughs> trick said that renzo uh wore the armband when he played versus portland okay interesting one to right, watch and then you, i trick. think i saw mikey down in the chat i think it was mikey was shout for azakar so nah uh, i know i don't uh, I, I don't think you should give it to someone who's not played either, a game for this club yet i agree but um i understand but no 
Yeah. You've got people who are playing for this club who know what this club means, who've been around it. Again, I, it's nothing against Azakar whatsoever, but but I think there needs to be some continuity. There needs even, to be even, some. A, even a little bit, even if it's a guy who half season for Stenberg, you does a lot. Does a lot in that yeah. season. But yeah. uh, we'll see, man. Hey, that's <laughs> the positive thing about Max. Gonna cleanse himself. Appreciate that, buddy. Uh, well, Razzle will look to cleanse themselves uh, by redeeming with an upcoming what win on Saturday. What is that transition? I don't know. That Max. Something. That something. I'm like, what, what is that at, transition? Looking, at, looking to bathe in the victory If that was a transition of to football match, you'd have conceded a goal by now, mate. That was awful. Sorry, I'm not, sorry, I'm not recent. Cut to we pieces. just played FIFA. Three, two out of three times. Uh, yeah, Max Dude. is trying to do the usual where he argues that a win on penalties is a win, and I'm afraid that's literally that, what he did the last time. I'm we afraid played. that penalty shootouts take place after the game is concluded. What? Okay. I'm. Yeah. I'm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he beat young boys. You I don't can't know what you want. argue with the. That's the team. He, that's the team. He, that's the team. He, like he's Max. We don't want to get banned up. from YouTube, please. Oh my gosh. Okay. Here I would we suggest go. just retrying that transition. It's a, it's a team. Anyway, and pretending like the last two minutes just didn't happen. I okay. Hold on. Sorry. I'm late. Uh, Emma in the chat. I'm late, but now watching match laugh that hard, and I really need an ouchie counter. Okay, Emma. I didn't know this was your <laughs> idea until now. It was Emma's idea. Thanks I said it at the time. Yes, I know. But I'm until I said this, it was until Emma's pod, idea until this pod. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, you hadn't even heard of this existing until. No! That was a genuine live reaction. I don't like that. Anyway, as I was so expertly transitioning to Phoenix Rising's looking to get a dub. Yeah, weekend. yeah, well, friendly. Don't really matter. <laughs> Everything matters. <laughs> we start the undefeated season. No, oh, it's a bit late. They've already lost a friendly. Oh, so, well, I mean, well that, the, that friendly doesn't count, but this friendly counts. This friendly ain't, ain't friendly. Um, but hey, what are we thinking? What are we thinking? I think it's going to be a, a 90 minutes of football. Would you care to elaborate? It's a friendly, Max. Do we maybe have some thoughts? I tell you what, we do have some else. thoughts, but it's on a larger spell. So I'll give you some context here quickly. Rosie will be heading to Coachella on Friday. They will be returning on Wednesday, so having some good training over there. Um, they got the game against Minnesota. They may have another game while they're over there behind closed doors. Not entirely certain on that one. But um, let's have a quick listen to what Danny had to say about what they're looking to get from Coachella. Part of pre-season is building real connection with a with a group and, and trust and belief in each other as people as well as players. So it gives us time together in one place. And obviously, when we you know when we travel and we stay in hotels, there is more time off the field than there generally will be on the field. Um, so the training will be important. The games will move us forwards from a from a playing point of view. But the time off the field and the time with each other around the hotel um, is going to be really really key for us. And uh, you know that that will give us the opportunity to actually spend more time with each other and get to know each other better as people which is such an important factor as we go through a season whether things are going well or whether you're facing adverse moments the ability to know the people that you are fighting with and, and the people that you're competing with is, uh, is is a real real important factor so this will give us a great opportunity I think as, as human beings to get to know each other better and, and build those relationships further I mean, I think it's, it's it's one of those things, again, like we're, we're joking about, oh, you know, the result doesn't matter. And like, you know, well, fair, 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 it doesn't matter in the friendly, but it is something where, you know, we saw this team really come together, right? Like you uh, last last uh, preseason, you traveled to with them to well, Mexico, Mexico City, and everything that was, like that. That was like, important, it's, it's, I think, it's to massive. this team, yeah. These trips, these trips matter, even if we're not seeing it on the results and all that stuff. Like, it's cool for the team to go, right? Fans who are traveling to Coachella, um, you know, like these are important things and it makes for... It's gonna be a long season, guys. It's gotta start somewhere. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I know. And, and again, these trips, the ability to control things, the ability to force the players to mingle a lot more than they may usually do. Really important, really important. Absolutely. It's also very important to go on these trips if you are 21 years or older to pack a bag of OGs if it tickles your fancy to do so. OGs brands, man. Listen, the beautiful part, guys, it's gum. It's edible gummies. They're portable. They're in a bag, which is nice. Uh, they travel incredibly well. I'm not, I'm not, listen, I'm not here advocating for certain things, but if you were to take some and enjoy them in your car and uh, that's all, as long as you're not driving, as long as you're How 21 about say, plus. Not driving. Not well, driving. Well, not actively, no, man. I very much stress the not driving part. That's a get, that, that should be a given, but it's unfortunately not. Do not drive and take OGs. But what you should do doing is, you know, take a little, uh, you know, if you're a passenger in a car, take some OGs, enjoy them responsibly, gentlemen, enjoy them responsibly, right? They have their new, two new products. If you haven't already gotten them. All this them. has got me now wondering is like, does Max just sometimes get high, sit in his car and laugh at the rain falling down on the windows? I wouldn't say. Like, do you do that, Max? Because that's what you kind it, of like. It tickles Emma's fancy. No, it's I was about uh, to say that actually doesn't sound too bad. Also, I wouldn't laugh at the rain. I would like just zone out and be chill. Chill, and just, like, enjoying have a good time. And watching. It's not a bad time. It's a show, like, especially when the lightning kicks in. You know, I mean, it's a oh, free dude, light show outside. Thunder, yeah. kind of rumbling. Oh my, oh my. But uh, yeah, you can uh, you can get on that on that kind of vibe. Check out their new, two new products, right? The Rick Simpson Oil RSOs. Great last name, by the way. Um, it is a vegan gummy, the OGs Naturals, and they also have the big OGs. That was my nickname in college. Um, it's awesome. No, it was not. The, no, it wasn't. They have, a, <laughs> they have a, it's a big 100 milligram edible that can be perforated into 10, 10 milligram edible gummies. Again, great for traveling if you are doing it responsibly, right? Again, it's delicious, sweet clementine flavor. Get it today. Go to ogsbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you and check them out at OG's Brands across all social platforms. I actually had someone uh, that will remain unnamed and not a member of the playing staff uh, made a comment to me today that actually they uh, tried out OG's, someone from the team. And, it's uh, it works. And uh, they didn't have bad things to say. I'll put it, it that way. It works. It works. And yeah. uh, speaking yeah. of what else that works? Thanks, Trig. Arizona Lottery. Arizona Lottery. It's a good time, guys. They have a new ticketing promotion. Okay. Here's the deal. It's very fun. First off, it is like the time to get outside, get outdoors. You know, despite this rain, which some people like hiking in the rain and all that stuff, it's actually quite beautiful. The weather is beautiful. It's going to be probably the best it's going to be all year. Go outside and win some money. How do you do that, you might ask? Super simple. There are three ways to win massive, big through Arizona Lottery's Arizona big. Adventure program. One big. way, play the Arizona Adventure lottery tickets, feature three iconic landscapes. You got, Pica you got Picacho Peak, Monument Valley, and Camelback Mountain. They Which tickets is your favorite? Ooh, out of those three, um, I like Camelback, but just for the views, it's kind of overrated. I, I really like Picacho Peak, actually. It's a no, wonderful don't. hike, very underrated, and you kind of sit at the top where there's like nothing your height for like probably 50 miles. It is a beautiful view. There we go. Adman has spoken. Adman has spoken. And even better, they have prizes up to $50,000. Do you know how much you can buy with $50,000? Yeah, how many away it. trips you could do yes. for that money? Absolutely. So that is one way. Buy one of those three scratcher cards. Number two. You can also check out at a geolocation adventures at 10 destinations across the street. You literally, all you have to do, you can literally go hiking at one of these places, check in online, um, check in online at azadventure.com and you can literally check in for a chance to win money. It is that simple. You can literally go hike, check in, boom, 
chance to win money. Some of the places, right? Like I mentioned, there's Hole in the Rock at Papago Park. There's places in Tucson, in Mesa, all throughout Phoenix, Scottsdale, Peoria, Flagstaff, Sedona, all these places. You can find the entire list at azadventure.com. It's super easy. Get outside, hike. It's awesome. And then number three, you can enter tickets online for a chance to win $1 million in cash and Arizona what travel prices. That, you clearly are an uncultured swine, no. uh, but you can check all that out at azadventure.com. They have awesome prizes, awesome, awesome cash prizes. It's fantastic. Again, guys, it's the time with Arizona Lottery. Win all this stuff. Go to azadventure.com, play, and uh, yeah, make sure you have a good time. I have hey, a question. Yeah. Up, you said you joked that your nickname was Big OGs in college. Obviously, that's not true. Did you have a nickname? Oh, did you, Max? Did I have a nickname? Did you? Um, Honestly, no. It was like, I mean, people, people are like, oh, like, what's Max show from? Like, no, it's it's just Max. But uh, yeah, no, that was about it. Actually, what people would do, honestly, they'd go to my current tattoo and uh, at like parties and they just like twist the dial and they're like to the max. And, you know, people still do Shane does that now. It's a it's a thing. Uh, if you if you've seen my for those who have seen my tattoo, which I've, I've done you know, I've seen multiple times you, on this show. Didn't you get a, your top off once on this very show? Once they take my top off. But you I, did. Well, I mean, you know, you I, I'm barrel chested. I flexed. I did a Terry Crews of the, you know, make him dance. But anyway, um, yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun time. I'm sorry I asked that question. You, you kind of knew what you're getting. I'm into. sorry, guys. That's okay. It was worth it. It was worth asking. It. That's okay. Um, I mean, that's kind of weird to talk about. You kind of said anything. Anything uh, we want to hit? Anything we want to hit in this uh, this last part here? No, um, I don't know, Max. What do you want to do? I think we're just doing the usual you, kind of like. What are we gonna do? We'll find things to talk about. What's, uh, what's going been, on in football right now, Max? I Come know. On. I was gonna say. Um, hey, man, Spurs. Spurs are gonna make Spurs are gonna make the Champions League. Call it here. Qualify this. You can clip this. I tell you what. I tell you what. You know Mikey, what? No, we are not starting that. No, <laughs> no. Please, no. Max, <laughs> why is why are we bringing you know back Max you know showing what? feet actually, again? Actually, actually, this is a very simple really? solution. I will happily show my feet when Owen shows his. You know we're gonna clip that now without the last part, no! don't we? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. That's You've got to think about this. Uh, no, oh, right? but you know too, what I'm going to say? You know what I'm going to say? <laughs> They're talking about kicking the football. That's what they mean by uh, You know what I'm going to say here? Uh, I'll, I'll say this here in terms of making... You reckon them supposed making the Champions League? Yes. I think there's a better chance of the bullet Stephen Bunsing winning a second... Uh, major darts title this uh, year than there is of Spurs making the Champions League. We were all thinking that. In here. I know. The bullet, Stephen Bunsing. The, the people's champion. The people's champion who just won the darts masters. Is better chance game. than Man U making it. Better chance than Chelsea making it. Heck, even Arsenal might drop out. They're kind of shambling. Well, you know, Max, Max, <laughs> just, like, just like you've got there in your, uh, over there in your uh, hand over there, you know, Spurs do have a good chance of bottling it. This isn't a bottle. This isn't yeah, a it's, it's close enough. Um, That's close enough. Um, I'll take a question from Fat Kid here. Uh, what's up with February twenty fourth? Why do Rising double book a game? Uh, they're not double booked in the sense of those games aren't on at the same time. Um, there's one game at one. There's one game at seven, based on what I'm understanding. Double headers aren't that unusual in preseason. We do see them from time to time, especially later in the preseason. Um, one of the key things you'll see is that, uh, as as we had earlier, uh, they're up to about forty five minutes a game right now. 
rising starters. But as you get later in preseason, they're going to want more minutes. So you're going to have guys who, who are going to be playing 60, 75 minutes, maybe a little bit longer, some of them even. Um, and so sometimes you look at getting a second game in because it allows you to rotate around. You've got all the kids, of course, that we saw from that first friendly. There's still the chance that you play them and you probably will play them for parts of the games. But it does allow you to get multiple people over the certain amount of minutes that would at least make it so that mm. you don't have a handful of guys who are playing the full 75 and everyone else is just kind of stuck on 15 yeah. because what else are you going to do it's true you got to get those minutes somewhere um yeah man i mean i oh you know what how do we not bring this up uh fifa gonna world cup fifa gonna fifa oh, the world cup stuff that's a good one kind of i mean it's I mean, one of those things they tried to make like FIFA. a they tried to what, what about it fifa gonna have fifa i mean it's not surprising but it's always what just part though what part? What part are we talking about? Because like, mm. there's the schedule reveal. There's the schedule everything reveal, else. The schedule reveal. It's not even. It's it's more so. Okay, the two things I saw. Number one, the final being at MetLife Stadium, and the meme I saw was okay. like, "Oh, fantastic! All the best players in the world coming to unfortunately tear their ACL because MetLife. It is. They horrific. won't be playing I'm, on turf. Yeah, FIFA will not have that happen. Yeah, right. I know. This is the thing that's funny. I know. I know. Uh, you think the NFL is like this big massive entity, and they're being shamed by FIFA into putting grass on the fields. Okay, like, brother. come on, FIFA, FIFA, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second, which, again, as we were talking, you know, we, we were, I think, through a text or something. It's like, again, like, brand, brand. Speaking of that, brand, the comment in here, no free ads. Uh, does, that's right, kind of like, the point here oh, that we're did, going did, for, yeah. Oh, I did say Matt. That's right. New York, uh, New York uh, dash New Jersey Stadium. Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting yeah. what playing service they have. And that's the other thing is, you know, uh, they're going to be, uh, it's something that we were texting about. It's typical protocol with FIFA, but they're not going to be even referencing um the stadium by their partner by their sponsor name so yeah, it's going to be they never LA do it stadium Seattle. uefa yeah. don't do it right as yeah, trick can tell us as trick can tell us when arsenal play in the champions league they don't play at the emirates stadium they play at arsenal no stadium ads. uh no it's, because it's, again agreed. they don't allow the sponsorship no free ads that's literally the whole thing but no it's uh, again it's not new it's just it always is a reminder of like ah yes that's how it works yeah it is it is right and and it's it's that's just how it works. What, what, what always you, has done. What do you think of how uh, the games were allocated throughout, uh, you know, U.S., Canada, Mexico? I mean, I think in an ideal world, it would be nice to see a late stage game in, in Azteca. Um, I, I think that does, they deserved it. To be frank, I think they deserve probably the third place game. I think if you're not giving them I the mean, final, I, I, I understand I, that. I, but I like, really don't care. I think like the, they gave it to Miami. I mean, fine. It's kind of like gives me Pro Bowl vibes. Let's call it what it is. I know there is something up for grabs of like you. But are it placing... does matter for certain. Like yes, bear in mind, right? I you, know, you'll say I, that. Yeah. You'll say that, Mr. Round of Sixteen, right? But look at what it meant to the teams I, that did actually get to it. It was Croatia, Morocco. That was important to them. Right. They're not countries that you're necessarily expecting to be competing for the main crown. They get late in it and get a walk away with a medal. Yeah, for, yes, for those countries, I, that matters. I'm not. I'm not I I get what you're saying i guess in a it's weird different if it's germany france right, right? i in get a, that in, no but in a weird way it almost like it's almost to me like the semi-final is like that is the match and then it's like okay even though it was me it was memorable and we had this run now i have to play this game that's like yeah you can medal but let's call it what it is man the third place games Yes, they're competitive, but like they're not competitive. Like there's not a ton but to I, it. I'm, but it, it takes the bite of you're not real. Like you're going for it, but you're not really. Well, trick going every for England it. game I watch is one of the worst games of football <laughs> I ever watched. Right? Sure. No one likes England, but 
seriously though, like having been through, and I'll put this from a personal perspective here. Wales in 2016 made it to the semi-finals of the Euros. There was no third place game that year. We wanted there to be one. You want to see that one opportunity to walk away with a medal when you're not a team that typically makes it to that stage. Again, I understand. Well, no. I understand. Yeah, because you don't ever get to that point. Well, no, unless no, you're no. playing. You, you unless, were, unless the Pirates you, of the Caribbean are coming out again to beat uh, Antigua and Barbuda again. And you're going to beat St. Hey, Lucia this time. Hey. And who knows? Hey. Maybe you'll take on French Guyana. No. All right? No. But still. Automatic qualifier, baby. Automatic qualify, yeah, I know. You're really looking forward to that. We worked hard for it. Yeah, I know. You worked so hard for it. You know, I mean, you didn't even have to go to play El Salvador away this year. Hey, those are tricky. Never coming home. Yeah. All the disrespect for Jesus Ferreira. Pirate (laughs) of the Caribbean is not getting any respect on this podcast. That still makes me laugh that the the Spanish language broadcast of those games chucked that graphic up there. That edit was phenomenal. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, FIFA... Lot of, it's gonna be a fun summer. I will say that there's a lot of intrigue. Yeah, Copa Euro, and I'm again I'm just hard glad. I'm it's glad it fun. hasn't gone to Arlington because again, oh, like we don't need to reward um like the idea that you have to drive it, get to games and park at them. I actually personally, and and this is something at all levels, hate absolutely hate the incredible reliance on driving to these events you end up at a point where it's just like you know what if you've got to drive there how are you supposed to enjoy yourself how are you supposed to let loose unless you want to promote welcome, drink driving welcome like, to let's america be honest. man yeah but that's that's the point it's like stupid at least you know when i go to the when i go to the suns or i go to chase field right you can have a good time you can have a couple of drinks you can hop on the light rail if you so wish all right and especially at those times i know you know that you end up getting on there and there's a lot of other sports fans on there it, it's not bad but like why do you have to go and and have to drive to the middle of nowhere and that's really the the pinnacle of success is how big your parking Money. lot is outside and because we hate Money, trains please. for some that, reason that too, hate, that too. but it's okay max got you covered on all impaired driving he loves to have fun and drive all don't impaired as he said earlier in i the literally show. could not have stressed any further driver sponsor wait dr- oh no <laughs> he doesn't even know what he's saying <laughs> to the responsible are you driving home tonight uh yes i'm driving home is tonight. that four peaks empty do we have a breathalyzer somewhere? Yeah, okay, don't, don't, don't go. What there. you don't want to be breathalyzed? I have no pro. I'm sober. I'm, it doesn't seem I'm like so. I'm soberly sober, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's uh, See, Max has well, got this wow in front of him. I had a it's incriminating. It's a sugar-free like energy that. drink name redacted because no free ads. Water. He's also with no label on it, no free ads. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Anyway, interesting. Uh, drive safe. And yeah, let's. Uh, I think we should. Dr- right, wait, do, we, do we need to stall? I think uh, Eric has uh, sons. He has to prep for me. We just chat a bit. You let's know. go another thirty, boys. Let's yeah. go another thirty. But only if we turn it into the max. Where's the tattoo? All right, on? this has been another episode of the PH Next Rising Podcast. Appreciate everyone joining us here tonight. It's good to be back. It's good to see people in the chat. Uh, we will be back on Tuesday. Keep on the lookout. Uh, depending on news and some other things going on. All I'll say is this. We will be starting to ramp up to our twice a week pod in the near future. And soon enough, guys, we're going to be back at it with twice a week and post games. We're back to three a week. Get more of us. Get more of the OJ and Simpson show. But until then, you can follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. You can follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans 18. You can can find Trig over there. He's at Reese 11 underscore. 
Trig. Oh man, you can follow Mr. Eric Ruby, producer extraordinaire at Eric Ruby. It is E R I K and mm. Ruby like uh like the stone. But uh yeah, not Danny Stone also. It's a different guy. No free no free plug for him, but he was a nice guy. But anyway, <laughs> what do you mean you played his clips like five times? <laughs> Can't yeah. talk about that guy. Can't, can't talk, talk about, about that. Who comes with the team we cover? You know, I uh, mean, off the top of my head, was it Danny Stone eight? Yeah, sure. Give him a follow. Why not? Uh, of course, follow us at phnx underscore underscore rising because not gonna even do it. Double not, underscore double, double fun. the underscore double the 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 yeah, it's uh, if anyone. By the way, anyway, if anyone's going out to WMO this week, uh, hit me up and okay, I have a fun one. Free are, ads, no free ads. I'm not, oh shoot! Um, if you are going to that golf uh event in uh Phoenix with the it's Open, it's not in Phoenix. Well, it's called the Phoenix Open, but it's not in Phoenix. It's in Scottsdale. If you're ah, going, that's if not you're, in Phoenix. Well done. Oh my gosh! If you're going to the Phoenix Open, which is located in Scottsdale this week, if you see me. Or if you hit me up in Discord and you bump into me, I will happily buy you a beer. Ooh, there you go. Max oh. is buying beers. I will, buy, I will buy a beer. I'm happy to. Max I'm... is buying beers. Max, Max is, is buying, buying beers. beers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it is a beautiful game, but it's it... way more beautiful when Max actually gets the tattoo. We promise. No, no, Good night.